Monday, September 6th, 2021. Welcome to episode 64 of the Avidity Fitness Podcast. Happy Labor Day. I hope you are enjoying your time off and you're not neglecting your health, your fitness and nutrition. And shout out to everybody that has to work today. You know, the country has to keep running. Society has to keep moving forward. We can't just go to a absolute halt. So there are hundreds of thousands of people that still have to work today. So shout out to you guys. I know it's kind of rough sometimes when there's a public holiday and you see everybody posting on social media and you're passing by neighborhoods and families are together and and you know just relaxing and stuff and it can be frustrating but just know that you're the backbone of what we do here in this country so I am thanking you from the bottom of my heart coach Jason from Avidity Fitness thank you if you have to work today I really do appreciate it now let's get into a fire episode it's something that I've wanted to talk about for a little while it's um it's a movement in society that needs to be pushed back against not that I don't think that these this movement has a place, you know, like they, they deserve to be able to talk about their thoughts and stuff. But I think that there's a lot of dangerous ideologies that come with it. And so let's just talk about it. Let's go. The Avidity Fitness Podcast. Fat phobia. The fear of fatness or fat people. This is a social movement meant to push back against the social stigma of obesity. The problem is, it's become a hashtag, it's become an ideology, it's become a weaponized word. And increasingly, the online population is using this word to justify their bad habits and their unhealthy choices. And the way they've, they've weaponized the word is they can just call anybody fat phobic if they don't believe in their thoughts and, and their ideology. And they, it's a blanket term that they throw against anybody. But if you use it in just its term itself, fat phobia, I'm sure there are people out there that are fat phobic and they have a fear of being fat and they have a fear of fat people, but that's not very common. Especially in the fitness world. When, you, when it comes to personal training, when it comes to the gym, when it comes to your health, your fitness, your nutrition... It has nothing to do with a fear of fat. I have fat on my body. I'm not a model. You know, I'm not a bodybuilder. I, I have fat on my body. It's needed. It's vital for survival. So I'm not scared of fat, and I'm not scared of fat people. I just want to be as healthy as I can be for as long as I can be. As naturally as possible. And I want that for everybody else too, especially the people that I love, the people that are in my life, in my direct circle, that have an effect on me, 
directly. I want what's best for them, and I want them to be less fat. I don't want them to not be fat at all, because that's not the point. It's just the point is if you're overweight and obese and it's starting to cause health problems and you're starting to lack mobility and lack self-confidence and all the other things that have been proven to correlate with obesity and such, then, you know, I want to help change. I don't want to hurt people's feelings. I don't want to tear people down. I don't want anybody to feel bad for the way they are in whatever condition they're in. So to call somebody fat phobic just because they want to help make people healthier, you know, that's not right. It's not right at all. And I got some things that I found on social media that I just wanted to talk about and show how crazy this shit really is. Okay, so this is somebody that I found. She's a M-A-L-P-C-C. And of course, she has her pronouns listed because why not? I can't clearly. She's a woman. She's clearly a woman in her profile picture. Um, and it says she, her. Okay, I'm not disrespecting anybody's pronouns. I just still don't fully understand the need to list them. Um, and hold on real quick. Let me try to see if I can figure out what M8 means. Because I can't, I cannot keep up with all of these abbreviations for all of these different certifications that you can get. Um, I can't even find it. I don't know. I don't know what exactly she is, but she has listed. She's a counselor, activist, educator, a fat liberation, and Hayes advocate. And if you don't know what Hayes is, I think we've covered it briefly, and we need to do an in-depth episode, but it's health at every size, which is absolute bullshit. But, um... Yeah, it's it's part of the fat phobia movement and part of this this issue that we're dealing with right now. Uh, promoting systemic change and emotional healing. Okay, so her name is Hannah Talks Bodies because apparently that's what she does. She talks about bodies. And I didn't go through her page or anything. Sorry, I had to get a drink of water. It's really hot. Um, but I did come across this post that she posted. Um... And it's just mind-blowing to me. It hurts my head. But here we go. Quote, When fat folks are forced to ask for adequate accommodation, like bigger chairs, seatbelt extenders, etc., we're treated like we're asking for a favor or special treatment. We are not. We are requesting access to the same spaces and services that thin folks get without question. Those spaces should already be designed to work for us. The fact that we have to ask it all should point you to the real problem. And you know what? I agree with her at the very end that the fact that we have to ask at all should point you to the real problem. Because she's, in essence, she's complaining that if she's a fat person... And they don't have a chair big enough for her at whatever establishment. That that's a problem. With the establishment. Okay, but let's think about this economically. If you're a restaurant or a cafe or 
where whatever you might be that would have chairs for people to sit in publicly, you're going to want to get the majority of your equipment and your chairs and whatever, the majority of it is going to have to fit your average person. Because you're going to want your average person that comes through the doors to be able to sit down. Okay, and for the longest time, your average person wasn't overweight and obese. So it just makes sense that you get the average size chairs, right? Or am I thinking about this too hard? You know, there's people out there that are bodybuilders that for decades and decades, you know, these guys, they struggle to fly and travel because nothing fits their enormous, like, scientific bodies. And it's a real problem for them. But they have no right to complain to the airline that the seat doesn't fit them because they've literally altered their body so much that they are so much larger than your average person. Not very many people are as big as a bodybuilder. That's a very small part of the population. And when you say that you're not asking for a favor, if you need a seatbelt extender, I've, I don't know, I guess maybe that's my quote-unquote thin privilege that I've never had to run into that. You know, but I have to buy things that I need Things that my body needs, I have to buy them. So if your body needs a bigger seatbelt, it's your responsibility to buy a bigger seatbelt. Or get healthier. Because in almost, I would be willing to bet in almost every single case, if you can't fit inside of the seatbelt, you're in an unhealthy state. But see... The people in this movement will call that fat phobic. They'll say it's fat phobic to say you might need to lose a little weight and get healthier in order to fit inside of the seatbelt. And maybe that's not the case. Maybe you are healthy. Maybe you are a bodybuilder and you can't fit inside the seatbelt. And, you know, relax on that idea because even bodybuilders aren't healthy. You know, that's not a healthy way to live. That is way, it's usually way too much weight to be carrying on the heart. It stresses the body, you know, but that's the way they choose to live. They're choosing that life. So you won't hear them complaining. So if you're choosing to be fat, if you're choosing to be unhealthy, then where do you have room to complain? Why are you getting mad at the rest of us? We're just trying to live. We're trying to live a long, healthy life. And that's it. Nobody's trying to tear down fat people and keep them away from the establishments. That's not what anybody's trying to do. I'm sure they want your business. I'm sure they welcome your business. You know, they're not trying to push you away. And the only thing I do agree is the fact that we have to ask at all should point you to the real problem. Yeah, you shouldn't be having to ask. You shouldn't be having to ask. You should be taking care of yourself. And then you'll be able to fit inside the airplane seat. You know, you won't need a bigger chair if you're the size that you should be. But that's fat phobic to say you should be a certain size. And there is no size that you should be. You just should be, like, you know, smaller than obese. And why? 
Not because I have an issue with the way you look. Not because I have a fear of fatness. It's just because obesity has been scientifically proven decade after decade after decade to directly correlate with severe health issues. Metabolic dysfunction. Heart disease. Liver failure. Lack of mobility. Like you could go on and on and on on why being obese isn't necessarily um, a healthy state to be in, right? So, um, Hannah, Hannah talks bodies. I think, uh, you're, you're fighting the wrong fight. That's what I truthfully believe. I think that you should just be fighting. If, if you need to push back against people, just push back against assholes and trolls that just want to be mean. Cause there's people out there like that. But then there's also people out there that just want to understand health and they want to help other people. So before you start pointing the finger saying that it's us not accommodating you, maybe you're not accommodating us. Okay, now let me get into this next one. This one is the one that first set me off on this fat phobia thing. <laughs> because it's like, I, I it took me aback. I thought it was a joke when I first saw it. But it's somebody, it's like a, like a souvenir company. And they posted a picture uh, holding a sticker that says, Fat phobia is white supremacy. Okay, now that one really hurt my head. Because uh, to me, the fear of fatness and thinking that the Caucasian race is the supreme breed of Homo sapien, like they cannot be related. I don't care how much social science science studies you do. I don't care how much um, liberal art school you go to. I don't. I don't care about any of that shit. It's bullshit. White supremacy and fat phobia are the same thing, really? All right, let's read this. Let's get into what the fuck their stupid ass fucking thought process is on this. Okay, so they say fat phobia is rooted in racism and white supremacy. As the transatlantic slave trade grew in the 1800s, colonies were introduced to African people of all sizes and body types. Race scientists started to create false correlations between curvier body sizes of African people, particularly African women, and their characteristics, suggesting that they were promiscuous, greedy, and aggressive. These stereotypes placed people that demonstrated them at the bottom of the social hierarchy and used them to justify the enslavement and discrimination against those villainized for it. These perceived behaviors were also discouraged in Protestantism, a form of Christianity popular during this time that celebrated moderation, not excessive consumption. So both religion and slavery greatly influenced the weaponization of fatness against black people. Okay, so let me start this by saying I'm not a historian or anything but uh but I do know that like middle middle east africa and uh particularly like asia ha- have like even more 
repulsive ideas against obesity than Americans do. Americans, the UK, the Western world is far more open to this idea of um, big bodies are beautiful and, you know, plus size models and stuff. Uh, yeah, we're way more open minded to that type of stuff than than, say, the Eastern world. Uh, if you don't believe me, just study some of your history, read a little bit, Google it, look it up, because I promise you that's the case. We're America. We I say we in quotations because, you know, it's my country, but I'm not a part of it. Uh, we fully embrace this health at every size bullshit. And these the other countries don't. They don't. Maybe one day if this thing keeps sliding down this slippery slope. But right now, that's not the case. So to say that it's a it's white supremacy when um there's clearly other countries that have issues with obesity, that's my first issue. And then my second issue is that weight and beauty and bodies are all subjective. Especially here in America, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a man. I've grown up around so many different men from all different walks of life and different backgrounds, different cultures, and I know men that like all different size women. You know, I know I've I know men that like fat women. I know men that like really skinny small women. Me, I like thick women. I like my woman to have nice hips, thick thighs. You know, ask my girlfriend. She'll tell you. So to try to boil this down to what the slaves, the slave owners wanted to do or or how they're trying to control people is maybe true, maybe but I don't think that's what it was at all. I don't think anybody was trying to make false correlations between curvier body sizes of African people. I don't think that happened at, at all. And if it did, it was in, you know, maybe like somebody's diary somewhere, but it wasn't the, the cultural norm. For the longest of time, we were small. We were way smaller than we are now. And the only reason why is because we had less food. That was the only reason why. Here in America, your average man and woman in the 1800s, early 1900s, was much smaller than your average man and woman now. Why? Because there wasn't big food corporations. There wasn't industrial factory farming. There wasn't a corner store full of candy and popcorn and chips on every single block. There wasn't a Starbucks that you could just get, you know, some bullshit, sugary-filled fucking absolute trash can of a fucking drink every single day on your way to work. You know, and we've always understood that the bigger you are, the more health implications could possibly come along with that. Especially if that size, that bigness, sorry for using that word, I'm sure that's triggering some fat, anti-fat activist, but that if that bigness is coming from excess energy and bad energy at that processed food, you know, all this junk, then you're going to have fucking issues. And we've known that for a very long time. 
So to say that fat phobia is a white thing is absolute fucking bullshit. You can look at any fucking race, any of them, Mexican, Chinese, fucking Guadalupian, Canadian, African, it doesn't fucking matter who you are. We're all human. We're the same thing. We're the same species. And the science shows what happens when you carry excess fat, excessive fat on your body. Not good. Bad things tend to happen when you carry more fat on your body than what we understand you should have. So miss me with the fat phobia bullshit. If somebody's being rude and they're being an asshole, that's what it is. They're a fucking mean person. They got problems that they need to sort out. You know, they they don't have much love in their life and that's why they're attacking other people. But to start a movement of fat phobia because of racial issues or because you can't fit in a fucking seatbelt that's fucking bullshit and it's not going to help anybody out whatsoever so what I say is you should suck it the fuck up whatever situation you're in figure it out start de-stressing yourself stop worrying about if other people care if you're fat or not stop worrying about that shit start worrying about if you're sleeping right are you getting good sleep Are you staring at trash content all day on social media and arguing with other activists and trolls and assholes? Are you eating garbage food or are you eating healthy, quality, organic, naturally raised food? Are you neglecting your fitness and your mobility? Are you sitting on your ass all day while you type on Twitter? Are you avoiding sunlight? Are you meditating to help get these thoughts out of your head? If you're not doing any of these things and all you're doing is complaining and fighting on social media and stuff, you're just fucking yourself up and you're not going to help you. You're not going to help me. You're not going to help anybody else move forward and get healthier and get happier in this life. So cut the bullshit. I don't know if you guys heard that, but I got a cannon on deck. Yeah, you think you think anti-fat and all this bullshit is weaponized? No, no, no. Avidity Fitness is weaponized, baby. What's up, Fit Fam? Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Avidity Fitness Podcast. I was spitting some flames there. Got a little explicit, you know. It's okay, though, because I would tell my mom to listen to this. You know, I'm not ashamed. I think everybody needs to hear it. I think this is a dangerous movement. I think... You know, they definitely have the right to say what they think, but, you know, we have the right to say what we think about what they think. And it's no hate, you know. I got no problem with nobody. Uh, And I definitely don't want to tear anybody down. I don't want anybody feeling bad. Uh, But that's my honest thoughts. I think that uh, people make too many excuses for their bad habits and stuff like that. So, you know, that's it. That's that. If you think... uh, 
somebody can get something from this, if you want to help us grow the community, please share this podcast episode. Put it on your Instagram stories. Share it on your Facebook feed. Send it directly to your friends, family, coworkers, anybody that you know that's trying to make some lifestyle changes and turn their you know, habits around and start becoming a healthier, happier version of themselves. Send it to them because those are the people that we want to recruit here. So I would really appreciate it if you could do that. Also, check us out on avidityfit.com. You can get some merchandise over there. We got shirts, custom T-shirts, you know, the deal. We got mugs, um, posters. We're going to be looking to update the items in the in the merch here soon in the shop. Uh, yeah, slowly working on things. You heard the soundboard come into play. I told you guys I'm working on that. Um, we still don't have it fully set up. That's why it's uh, sounding a little janky. Maybe not janky, but it's not as professional as I want it to be yet because we're learning. It's like always, man. This is just one big learning process. That's what the journey's all about. So uh, be patient with us. It'll get better. If you want to become a show supporter, it, anchor.fm slash avidityfit, avidityfitness slash support. That's anchor.fm slash avidityfitness slash support. You can become a show supporter for as little as 99 cents per month. And also we have a Discord chat that's finally open. Uh, I still don't really know how you can join it yet. I know I can share the link, but I think it's only like good for seven days. So if you can't find us on there for whatever reason and you're looking for us, then just send me a message on Instagram or something and I'll send you that link and you can join up. And yeah, uh, we're, we got open chat rooms there. We're going to be talking about some stuff, trying to help the gaming and online community, c- computer community out. Because uh, those guys and girls sit way too much and they neglect their health. So I'm coming for you guys. I'm, I'm going to help you get you healthier. Don't worry about it. Uh, and that's it. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Just type in Avidity Fitness. Look for the Green Pulse logo. And we'll be back next week. Love you guys. Go smash it. Roar, roar, roar.